the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, God bless each and every one of our listeners. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. Hope I'm being your mentor because I got so many mentors in my life. Uh, I'm a blessed man. So many people helping me and reaching out with me, and just a lot of stuff going through my life right now that's a struggle. Uh, but we all have that kind of deal. I mean, it's it's part of it. Uh, uh, it's stuff that we've got to understand and stuff that we've got to work through. And your finances is the same way. So, you know, you've got to be the best you can be, and and uh, let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day for coming in my life, changing my life, healing my life, the heart, mind, soul, body, joy, peace, happiness, and love that comes from you. Help me to glorify you, what I do and how I do it. Help each and every one of these people learn and grow and make the best decisions and being the best person they can be. I give you praise and the glory for this day. Thank you, Father every day and every way that we may touch other people's lives and be a be an influence to them and how we're influencing each and every one of the people that we can. I give you the praise and the glory for this day, and I ask in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I tell you what, a lot of stuff going on in the car business. Just got just looked up a deal that says dealer.com. And what is dealer.com talking about? How to make more money. How to twist you off. But how to sell you? How do they do that? How do they sell you? Is it's no problem at all, uh, man. I got my Facebook upside down now. There's no telling what's going on with this deal. But anyway, uh, they want to touch your heart. How do we? How do we sell? We touch your heart. So you know that's what they're working on uh, to get your heart to understand what they need to do. On on just everything. I mean, it's just it's amazing how hard they work on you. Uh, we're studying every day. Whoops! I dropped my phone. I'm about to be on Facebook Live. I'm sorry, folks. I'm, I'm struggling today. Got a little behind, and and uh, but we're about to get going here. So anyway, so they understand that you buy with your heart, your feelings, your emotions. And dealer.com, I mean, there's so many websites out there trying to teach us how to work on us, how to to make us better salespeople on you, because we want the money. It takes money. We want all the money we can get. So I want you to have a playing field. We want dealers to make money. We want to be fair about it. But we don't want you to get ripped off. We don't want you to buy a salvage title. We don't want you to buy stuff that's that's a hassle. That's going to be a hassle with you and your family. Uh, just do some work. Do some research. Do Talk to people. Talk to people with that kind of vehicle. Re- check out the dealer. Check out what's going on. Because too many people walk into these dealerships blind. And we want you to get a fair deal. Dealers have to make money to keep the doors open. The key to, to my success is low overhead. And I'm a blessed person. And I have my inventory paid for. I have my car lot paid for. And I have my overhead way down. I have 21 reasons why I'm a better buyer for your vehicle, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I, have some pe- I helped a lady with five kids yesterday. You know, she had a vehicle and needs a motor. It's 200,000 miles. Uh, she needed money to get another vehicle. You know, and what was crazy to me is that they didn't want my advice. They want me to buy their vehicle, but they didn't want me to help them get another vehicle. Why not? You know, I I was going to give them free information, free advice. 
So she was struggling, got five kids, single mom. Good morning, Richard and Connie and and um, Paula, just everybody. Uh, and so why not get why not seek wise counsel? I've been in the business fifty six years. I know the good, the bad, and the ugly. I buy the good, the bad, and the, just like that suburban I'm talking about. Bad motor, high miles, some issues. But I, you know, everybody wanted to give her fifteen hundred. I offered twenty five hundred. Well, they used that to to sell it to somebody else. If this dealer wants to give twenty five hundred, it's worth more money than that. So I think they sold it to him for twenty five hundred cash. And there was an issue in this deal because her husband was on the title. Believe it or not, I've had to buy vehicles, and I've learned my lesson. I bought a vehicle one time from the wife. She said her husband signed the title, so I bought the vehicle, paid the wife. Well, I got news for you. I had to pay the husband also. So, you know, if the title's in both names, we need both to agree to sign a bill of sale. You know, the state regulates car dealers a bunch because there's so much money laundering that flows through the business. It's got real rapid in the business. There's so much, well, there's so much violations going on, so much crime going on, so much. The car business is easy to get in it and flow. The car business has got so much cash flowing through it. Why does billionaires want to buy and get in the business? They want the cash cow. They understand it. Oh, James and Will. And so... They want that money. They want that cash cow to flow through to them. And so billionaires are buying more and more. I had a long discussion with some people in the business. I'm working on several big deals. One deal is uh, we I might be buying or handling 2,400 trucks a year for a company. See, this company wants me to handle their vehicles. They know, they know I know how to get rid of them, where to sell them, what to fix, what not to fix. Uh, the best avenues, where they're their best at, where they need to be located, how to get them picked up, how to get them cleaned up, and how to get rid of them and what they're worth. See, these big companies, this company has 2,400 trucks a year to get rid of, and they don't have anybody. They're struggling, trying to collect money, trying to get rid of them, not knowing what to do and what know what the value is. So they're, they're, uh, we're working a deal where I'll be handling all of that for them. And I'll still be buying on the radio, still be buying from individuals. Uh, but I may not have to fool with these new car dealers who always got a gimmick, always going to make it up to you, always got a problem, always calling me on a problem. You know, it's amazing that they badmouth me. And then whenever they need help on one of their friend's units or it's a wrecked unit or a bad transmission, oh, let's call Randy Adams. He knows what to do with it. See, I get a lot of calls every day, and I'm going to give you my phone number out here in just a few minutes. Get pen and paper to write it out. But if you want to call us, we, uh, we'd love to take some questions from me. There's no dumb questions. Give us a call here at the station, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Love to talk to you. Love to answer any questions. So many of the questions that you answer and like Carlos has called in, he knows everybody. He talks to everybody. I don't know how he tracks all these people from Mexico. Of course, of course, he's from Mexico. Great guy, very productive, very helpful, tries to be a mentor to so many people. He does a great, great job. But, see, that's what we need to do. We need to help each other. We need to understand what's going on. It's a battle for all your money. I mean, Randolph Brooks has got the right idea. They give you 30 days before your first payment. They ought to give you 60 days because they know that you're going to scrape up all the money you can to give it to the dealer to make them big profits. And and that way, you know, you don't have any money left. So they want to work with you and work for you to get you back up on your feet so they don't get you behind the eight ball for the rest of your life on that six-year note, seven-year note, eight-year note. You know, and dealers, hello, Byron and, and Jeanette, and so, Brian, so dealers are always looking. Look at here. I love this. This is on Facebook Live. I uh, hope it's not backwards today. Uh, Wealth Building 101. That's for car dealers. Wealth Building 101? Yeah. You know, today's franchise automobile dealerships, many of them talk a good game. 
But do they check all the boxes, all the boxes to make money, the F&I department, the front-end training, the performance development, and wealth structuring? And it's this, hey, these people have been in the business for 37 years. And it says right here, we have services to teach you how to sell and make more profit, more, more profit. Hey, they got $100 bills. They're building wealth. They build wealth off of you. You walking in the door. Good morning. And so, you know, that's just one article. I get articles like this every month. I get emails every week. You know, and here's dealer that I mentioned last week. Uh, they're worried about credit unions. They don't want you to go to credit union. They want to make that extra money. Uh, I tell so many people, have you been to a credit union? Have you been to your bank? Have you got your financing lined up? Are you all arranged and set up? Do you know what it's going to cost you totally, what the interest is going to be, what the total notes? How long are you going to pay for it? I mean, you know, I, I was talking to a family whose dad just, hello, Herschel, who just bought a brand-new vehicle. He's 91 years old. And the vehicle he had, hello, Clint, had the vehicle he had, had low miles. Why would he buy a new vehicle? He just won't spend the money or what? Can you imagine this dealer? Love it. Desperate dealers do desperate things. They probably hammered the gentleman. Who knows? I, I tell you so many times that people walk into the dealership, and they're not prepared or not thinking straight, or they got plenty of money. Well, they love it. You know, and if you can afford it. Uh, but, hey, my daughter-in-law bought a vehicle that was against my thinking and my son's thinking. But there's two kinds of cars, afford and can't afford. But due to her job, she can afford what she wants to buy, and she bought it. But I gave her her blessing because I told her, I said, you know, you can afford it and buy what you want to buy. And she's also got allowance coming off the company. But, you know... And there's good dealers out there, and you've got to do your homework. Of course, she calls me and, and, her, and of course, my son, who's her husband, to help work the deal, make sure that she's getting a good deal. She can afford it. Hello, Bill. She can spend the money, but she wants to make sure that she's spending it wisely and with the right dealership. Some of these dealerships, I'm telling you, Jesse James would have been scared to walk into some of them with both pistols on his, on his hip. There's some dealerships that are away. You know, they got to make money, but they want to make a whole lot of money on every customer. They don't care if you ever come back. They make enough money where they don't care about selling you 10 cars or five cars. That's the theory. You know, we're going to make so much money. If they don't come back, they don't come back. But if they come back, we'll do it again. Because if they're gullible enough to do it, you know, in today's message, we're going to get a little bit into this. You ready for this? I found it in Romans this week. I urge you, brothers and sisters, to watch out for those who cause division, or less division of your money. That's taking your money. That's, you know, division in your money, division in your thoughts, division in your opinions, and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching you have learned. Well, you know, we got to take care of our money. We know how to handle it, what to do, but it's contrary to our, the way what we want to do. Keep from them such, for such people are not serving our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. What's our appetite? More profit, more money. Hey, we love you as long as you're spending money with us. By smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the minds of the naive people. See, that's the key. You know, we're going to sell you on emotions. We're going to sell you on feelings. We're going to sell you on present, presentation. Hello, Abigail. That's my granddaughter. She's a sweetheart. And James. And so, you know, these people, they, they flatter you. It, it says in Romans right here, I love when it said, by smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the minds of the people. When somebody's trying to control your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, they're trying to push it your way. Biblically, we live by the Bible if you want to live and live right. But these people want to twist you, want to want to say you on your emotions, your feelings, your desires, the love, the thought. And, you know, that stuff fades away. I mean, you know, yes, you buy what you can afford, 
There's two kinds of cars, like I told you, afford and can't afford. And so you buy what you can afford, what fits your budget, what fits your lifestyle. How long are you going to keep it? What are you going to do with it? What's your intentions? we got to think about these things. You know, we, when we go to buy a TV, man, we study it hard for three months. And we're talking about a small item. We're talk- I saw one on uh, Costco, a great big 65-inch yesterday. Paul and I was looking at it. And it was like $400. Well, that's a small item, but we'll study on one of those before we buy it for three to six months. And we want the best product, and we want to know, and we want to know the history, we want to know the warranty, we want to know this and that. But when we come to buy a big-ticket item, that we're right in the middle of a big, I mean, you know, there's no negotiation on that TV. But the price, they shop, you, they know everybody shops everybody else. Well, see, the car dealers know that same thing. You're going to shop price. So now we have different avenues, and here we go again. I got another article around here talking about more ways, different avenues. How are we going to make money? Because we know that the Internet's going to shoot us a a great price. Well, I had a dealership uh, that used to be a good one. Price, a man was buying one. Of course, here we go again. He was writing a check. He could afford it. And what they do? They added extra transportation in it. They already had transportation on the one sticker, so they added transportation. And then they wanted to add uh, financial reserve. He said, what's financial reserve? That's because you're paying cash. We're not making any money in the F&I department. So, man, he walked out. These boots are made for walking. Get up and walk out. If you're not 100% Knowing what you're doing, feeling good about what you're doing, understanding what you're doing, you have knowledge of what you're doing, get up and walk out. Because this is a battle for your money. But the the interest rate, I'm still fighting with all of my listeners. They don't understand. You've got to get your interest rate. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com and follow the easy instructions. Number one, go to ftc.gov. Look for ftc.gov and know what your credit rating is. And clean it up, study it, know what it is. And then, after you've got it all in line, go talk to a bank and credit union. Find out what the low interest rate you're going to have. Figure out what it's going to fit in your budget, how much you're going to borrow, what the total note's going to be. Too many people walk into independent used car lots, and I'm talking about big ones, little ones, all of them, that have all the financing there, but they charge you 15 to 20% interest when you deserve Two, three, four percent. I see this every single day. Give us a call here, 210 340 9585. That's 210 340 9585. Love to talk to you. Um, and so you've got to understand what your interest is, is going to be because a lot of people have signed up because convenience. I keep telling you, convenience. Hello, David and Daniel. And, Ronnie, convenience will cost you a lot of money, a whole lot of money. Yes, because right now everybody wants to sit behind the computer, fill out a form, and get the car delivered to them. Hey, how much have you researched it? How much have you found out if that's a good car? I found lots of people realize they paid way too much for the car and way too much for the interest because they're not doing their homework. And, the, and so these people will flatter you. This is a way the computer, you know, you're not handling a salesperson, you think. These computers are set up to make all the money they can. These computers are set up by great salespeople. You know, and you think, well, I'm not fooling with a salesperson. You're fooling with a computer who's the gentleman set it up. You think that computer has its own mind, knows how to sell cars, what's a good one and a bad one? And now we have all these websites that tell you a great deal or a bad deal or an okay deal or this, that, and the other. They don't know what the market is. We live the market. We understand the market. We, we know what's good, bad, and the ugly. And we know what the good, the bad, and the ugly cars and trucks are worth. I buy a lot from companies, like I say, in this companies uh, we're working with right now. We buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we have available, I mean, I've got an 18 GMC. Just give me an example. It's 35,000 new I can sell for 22.5. And that's low miles, 16,000 miles. And there's some cargo vans the same way. 
but we know where to get these vehicles. I'm looking for a certain cargo van for a, a customer that listens to our radio show. Uh, he does fire equipment and stuff like that. Great guy, goes to Cornerstone, and he needs the right kind of vehicle. I'm finding them, but not exactly the way he wants it. Now, they're out there, and we missed one by about an hour, uh, trying to get a hold of him, sending pictures. Somebody else bought it because they wanted that same type of unit that he wants. So we've got to act quick because there's not enough good cars out there. If you're looking, if you've got a low miles nice car, find out what it's worth and think about it. Think about you know what you can do with it. Uh, had a gentleman the other day had a super nice truck, super low miles, the right kind of unit. And he said, Randy, I'm just going to work a bunch of dealers if somebody makes a mistake. I said, well, they're going to continue to go up because you're shopping them. Make sure your price is locked in on the one you're buying. But, hey, work them. They're going to work you hard. They need that unit. They can sell that unit. They can retail that unit. And they're out trying to buy that unit. But a lot of these independents that say, we want to buy your car. See, the key is overhead. The key is overhead. If you got a lot of overhead, you've got to pay less for the car. I don't have any overhead, very, very little. I'm probably one of the lowest overhead guys around. If not, I should be. And so, but that's why I can step up, tell you what a car's worth. I'm not out there trying to make a great big number on your vehicle. Uh, just went down to Flatonia, bought a vehicle from a lady uh, that it was her son's car. Uh, they had, She had bought it before he passed away, and he did pass away. Sorry for, for her, miss, her loss. But... Uh, so, you know, I was down in Flatonia, picked that unit up. Uh, picking up units all over around, people are coming to me, selling them in units, because I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, helped some people get rid of some old junk cars. It was in the way, needed to move them. Get, got a guy that'll pick those up and haul those off and paid them some money. Not, you know, not free. They got money out of the deal, and they were happy. So... You know, you've got to be ready on your next purchase. You've got to be studied up. You've got to be worked. You've got to find out information. Proverbs 1.5 says, let the wise listen and add to their learning. I'm hoping you're learning. I'm hoping you understand. There's good dealers out there. There's good salespeople. The problem is the salespeople have to follow the managers, and the managers have to follow the owners. And with the overhead continue to go up, they've got to make more money. And remember, we talked about parking, by uh, packing a unit. You know, there's a certain amount of money to every unit that is a pack, especially these guys that uh, have the the uh, the best units around. And so they have to add money to for the overhead, for the owner. And, you know, and that pack doesn't go to the salespeople. I had a person tell me, hello, David, uh, Chris. And so they went to buy a vehicle the other day, a new one, and on the contract, there was salesman commission extra after the price had negotiated, after everything else done. They get down to the last line, and there's $350, good morning, and on the bottom of the contract. He said, what's this for? Oh, you got to pay the salesman commission. He said, why should I pay for them? They don't work for me. I said, well, you need to pay for them. I said, they said, you got the best price around. He said, well, I think I did, but I'm not sure. Maybe I need to shop a little more. Well, they didn't want him to shop anymore. He said, you need to take that off for I'm going to buy it. He wrestled with them and finally got it off. But if he wouldn't have noticed it, went down the contract, slow and easy and looking and asking questions, he would end up paying that commission, that extra 350 You know, 350 what was it mean? I mean, that might be half of his pay up for a week's work. You want to pay for somebody for two and a half, three days of your work when you don't have to? I mean, there's a lot of extra charges to vehicles that people add on. And that's why I want you to go slowly down the contract to look at all of it as, as best as you can. And like Romans, Romans say, you know, watch out for those who cause division and put obstacles in the way that are contrary to your teaching, your learning, your desire, what you want to do. You're, you're the one that's got to fight that note. You're the one that's got to drive that car. You're the one that's got to take care of that car. Hey, the dealers wash their hands, they collect the money, and they walk off. That's the key. They walk off. They, they don't care. 
And if they falsify the, the contract or falsify the credit app, you know, it don't matter to them because they're going to collect the money, they're going to walk off, and they're going to tell you how much they love you. Oh, we love you. How does it start? It starts on being friends, finding a connection with you. We're all taught. It's sociology, psychology is in the car business today big time because we want to sell you on your feelings, your desires. Hey, Facebook, we'll be back in a minute. I'm going to drop off for about three or four minutes, and then we'll come back on. Hey, folks, text somebody, call somebody, tell 20 people if you like this show. Tell 20 people I want to buy their vehicle, the good, the bad, the ugly. It don't matter what it is. Hey, I buy motorhomes. I buy campers. Um, I buy big trucks. I'm trying to buy some big trucks right now. Like I say, we're working on a company with uh, uh, 2,400 trucks a year that they need to get rid of. That's going to be an awesome deal for me, and it's going to be on computer, and I've got it all lined up and fixed up. So God bless you. We'll be right back, folks. Call somebody, text somebody to listen to our show, or Facebook Randy Adams. Thank you. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Heard right here at 6.30, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM 630 KSLR. Now, back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM 630 KSLR. Hello, San Antonio. Again, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Tell uh, 20 people if you like the show, I want to buy their vehicle. It don't matter, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Also, tell 20 people to go to Randy Adams' Facebook, uh, watch us live. Hello, Crystal. And also go to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars' website, and find out what's going on in the car business. Hello, Clark. And also, uh, uh, here, top dealers grew up. F&I revenue. Oh, man, they're watching the F&I. There it is on the bottom there. Their F&I department is growing and growing. F&I is going to continue to grow. Why? Because they're going to be more educated and they need more money. Hello, Mike and Juan. So they need more money. They're picking up some additional ways of profit. That's the bottom line right there. I put it on Facebook Live, Randy Adams, and it says here, they're picking up some additional ways of profit. They want more profit. they got to have more profit. And it says here that 90% of them picked up another 1000 off of you. Now, $1,000, do you make 1000 a week? Some people do, some people don't. But still, do you want to give it away? You want to give it away in finance when you can save the money by going to Randolph Brooks, um, First Mark. I mean, there's lots of credit unions in this town. And that way you can do your homework, get your line, get it all lined up and set. Now, if you have any questions, give us a call, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. And if you want to talk to me, give me a call. Here's my mobile. I'm going to give it off. Give it again a little later, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. Give me a call. I love to talk to you. Keep trying. Uh, If you don't hear from me, I'm always on the phone. And so, you know, give me a call. Let's talk about it. But here are the F&I people, the survey, they're watching – the dealers all across the United States, and their their average is up 5%. And so, you know, they're wanting them to get them up even higher, and they're, they're trying to make more money. Well, that's your money. So do you want to be educated, uneducated? You want to be run over by F&I department, or do you want to stay? At, now, I've got brand-new Lincolns, Cadillacs. Uh, hello, Tom Lester. Uh, hey. Ford, Chevy, I can get you all kinds of brand-new cars delivered to your door. You don't have to fight with the F&I department. Delivered to your door, and that's Lincolns and Cadillacs, Dodges, Jeeps, uh, Ford, uh, GMC, Buick. Hello, George. And so, you know, whatever you need, we can get. Delivered to your door, and you don't have to fight the F&I department. you got time. 
Uh, also, when you get it delivered to your door, you got three days to turn it back. You know, harken the door. That's the law. If you go to their lot, you don't have harken the door. You've harkened the door. You don't have that option of taking it back after three days. My dealerships that I deal with, I've been dealing with them for 40 years. I love the Covert Auto Group. We don't have foreign cars, but they have everything else. Hello, Garden Hughes back on. And so uh, they have uh, all the GMs, all the uh, Fords and the, and the Chrysler and the Dodges. So we can deliver it to your door so it's not a hassle. We had two little ladies we delivered to Corpus. They delivered one to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, because I was on a station at night that carried, and wherever you can hear, they delivered a football player, one in Minnesota. Now, that's a long trip to deliver a brand-new vehicle. But the lady in Baton Rouge saved $2,000, and they delivered it to her. So give me a call if you want a brand-new vehicle delivered to your door. No hassle, no problems, no issues. And give me a call, 830-708-4789, and, and I want to hear from you. And I'd love to talk to you, answer your questions. Ninety-five percent of my business right now is giving back to the community, uh, answering questions, doing the best I can. And that phone number is 830-708-4789. And like Romans says, uh, those who cause division and put obstacles in your way are contrary to your teaching you have learned. Do you, you understand that you're signing a note for five to seven years hoping Jeremy's mechanic can tell you what man makes breaks? That's the key. That's why we have parts houses. That's why we have mechanics on every corner. That's why we have new car dealerships uh, build, you know, $40, 50000000 million shops, air condition them so the mechanics can work harder and get more work done. They want to make the money. There's service managers in this town that make 300000 a year. Service managers. Now, that's not counting mechanics. A mechanic will make a good money, too. And they make that money because what man makes breaks. So when somebody puts you in something, you need to research it. Make sure that it's, uh, you know, it's the right unit. That obstacle in the way is fixing it and working on it and buying parts on it and paying insurance on it. Obstacles in a way. We don't think about that. Hello, Glenn. And so we don't think about what's going to happen tomorrow, what's going to happen in two years, what we got to spend the money the next three, four, five, six years. How long do you keep a vehicle? I talked to a guy the other day. He said, I keep my vehicles no longer than three years. I said, well, how long a note did you sign? Seven. I said, so you're going to owe four more years when you get ready to trade again? I said, what's your vehicle going to be worth in that, in that amount of time? He said, well, uh, I don't know. I said, have you thought about it? Have you looked at a car that's about the miles that you're going to be and, and have, you know, three years down the road, look at a car that's three years old and about the miles you're going to put on so you know what it is. So, I mean, there's there's extended warranties you can check everywhere. There's, there's stuff that you can check. I mean, uh, Randolph Brooks sells a good warranty, and they've got a great rate. And I, I told I tell a lot of my customers to go that way and check them out and and have that option. You need options when you're buying, not just jump up on Saturday morning. Hey, honey, let's go buy some brand-new car. Come on over here. Which one are we going to buy? I don't know. Let's go stop at the first one and see what you like. They, there's no planning, no research, no work, you know. But, you know, my wife bought a couch not long ago, and she researched it for three months. And if she, you know... Then if she goes buy a car, she just jumps up and goes and does it if she wants one. And so you, you got to understand there, there's there's options in this world. There's ways of doing it right, you know. And we know what's right, but do we do what's wrong? Do we under do we, our emotions, our feelings, our desires, are because we got a friendly person? We think they're going to take care of us. We got a friendly F and I person. You think they're going to take care of you? Are you, you, you know, if you believe that, I will say you land the park. Of course, uh, the deed's on a napkin, but uh, I'll say you land the park if you think that car dealers are going to be your friends for life. Make sure you got the best deal in the world. I'm going to give you options when you deal with me. I'm going to tell you the truth what you're going to deal with me. And sometimes you're not going to like it. Sometimes I don't like it, the truth. But, I mean, I, t- I talked to a gentleman the other day. I said, why are you buying a new truck? You don't need a new truck. You don't use a truck. 
I said, the bed looks like new. You've been hauling air in it. You don't haul nothing, you know. And so you're going to go spend another $20,000 difference, and I think your truck's as good as anything out there. And so he finally listened to me, and he said, you know, maybe I don't need a new truck. I said, if you just got to do it, make payments to yourself. Get you a separate bank account. Go over and make the payment every month. Look up on the 29th or 30th and go over there and make a payment to yourself. If you just got to have payments. I've talked to people on the radio over the last few years, especially when I was on that show on Sunday afternoon. We had so many calls. People had just made their last payment, ready to buy a new one. They got 50,000 miles on the car, and they were going to go replace it with something close to what they, they owned. I said, that don't make sense. You're buying the same kind of vehicle with no miles and it's brand new. Well, it'd have a warranty. I said, well, why didn't you buy extended warranty from the people you had financed? Well, it ran out. The factory warranty ran out. Well, you know, there's other warranties out there. If you just got to have a warranty, there's people that sell warranties. Uh, There's, you know, the banks go get you a little loan, get you a little warranty, or whatever you want to do. But have options, have understanding, have learning, have growth. These obstacles in the way that these people will put you, and we're talking about the people that are, that are smooth-talking, flattery, and they deceive the minds of the naive people. Are you naive? Do you really believe everything they say? Do you really want to believe everything they say? You know, I mean, so many people are naive about the car business. It's unbelievable. And then they're so naive while they own this vehicle. Well, everybody else owes too much. Everybody else is making payments. Everybody else is losing value. Everybody else is working on their car. Everybody else that owns one of these is doing that. Do you want to be everybody else? I don't. You're a settler. Remember when they had those commercials running on TV? Are you a settler? I'm going to settle with whatever I get. I don't want to settle whatever I want to get. I want to settle for the best and the best for me, best for my family. I want to understand what I'm doing the next year or two or three what I can afford and can't afford, what fits my budget, what fits my lifestyle, what am I going to need, where am I going, what direction I'm going, who am I helping. I mean, you know, if you're spending all your money on your vehicles, if you got money to help somebody else, to help your family members, you know, what are you doing with your money? It's th- this game, the, the god of the car business is money. The other, the second god is profit. Well, they work together, and they're the same. You know, and I talk about Rocks Covert and Covert Auto Group. I've been doing business with Rocks over 40 years, and we've never had a problem. The man has always done what he's supposed to, always told the truth. And, I mean, when you've done business for 40 years and you never had a problem, and the truth has been there for both sides, that's a good relationship. But I see that. I can't say that with a lot of other dealerships. I mean, a whole lot of other dealerships. They're, they're for themselves. I mean, I went out one time and worked hard on a guy with a 57 T-Bird. They didn't, the dealership didn't want the 57 T-Bird. They couldn't close the guy. They couldn't sell the guy. So they sent me out there. So here I go out there. I work with the guy for two hours. I work him down from $50,000 to what the car was worth was thirty. I got him to take the thirty, got him to trade it in, got the deal, helped the dealership, put it together. I thought I was going to get the car. He was going to make me a little bit of money. I wasn't going to get rich on it. And so what happens? They decided to keep it. Oh, we're going to sell it on off. Randy Adams wants it. We're going to keep it. They sat on it for over six months and didn't make much money on it. They made it about what I could sell it for. But, oh, no, the greed come in. The, and, of course, I understand their overhead, but, I mean, why send me out there to do the dirty work to put the deal together and then not pay me? I didn't get a dime on the deal, zero. I didn't get a referral. I didn't get. I didn't even get a thank you. That's how new car deal. And I've been doing business with this dealership since 1977. Boy, ain't we friends. They love old Randy Adams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put a deal together. We made a bunch of money. And we told him, oh, get lost, and, you know. Oh, well, let's say you something else to make up for it. Dealers love to lie to wholesalers and the other customers. We're going to say you something else to make up for it. We, we're going to do we're going to do you right. And then what's the next one cost? Hey, we got one that's been wrecked, and we need some help. 
Oh, I've got a I've got a good friend of mine goes to church with me, and I need some help. I need all the money for her trade. I get that line all the time. I need all the money for the trade. Yeah, I want you to help me out. Well, what are you, how are you going to help me out? That's the way the car business, there is no friendship in the car business. What can you do for me right now? That's what it is in the car business. I tell you about it. I'm going to write a book about it. The 40 or the 56 years of the car business, gone from hey, mom and pop stores to billionaires. Mom and pop stores, those guys' words were good. And most, some of the new car dealers are words good, too, a little bit now. But you got to talk to the owners. By the time the owners and the managers get together, the story gets twisted around, and the profit comes in, and then the greed comes in, and the jealousy comes in. And, it, you know, and I got news for you. In the car business, all of it is there. All of that greed, the pride, the jealousy, the profit is the, queen, is the king of, of the hill is all there. And then they go to Dealer 20 Group, and they get to lie on each other. You think car dealers tell the truth? Every once in a while they do. Yeah. You know, and it's it's a battle. It is a pure battle. But the obstacles are in the way. Obstacles to you. Obstacles that they'll put us in the way. And with the flattery. They tell me the stories. I mean, we're going to make it up. We're going to say something else. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Hey, by smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the minds of the naive. Well, Hey, long, long time ago, I know they're lying to me. I know, you know. And then I, I've, I've had the times when you buy something and they don't see it and it comes in and it's all beat up. Uh, and so what do you tell them? Hey, I can't take this unit. Oh, I'm in a trap. I need you to help. We're going to say something to make up. Well, I'm not signing a draft till it's time to make up for it. Hey, that's what you've got to understand about the car business. There's no friendship in the car business. Hey, and what have I told you before? Hey, we got to make money on our friends. Our enemies don't come around. They don't like us. Yeah. Would you if you got an enemy, if you got somebody who don't like you, are they gonna come see you? Are they gonna help you out? No. We got to make money on our friends. And that's why these dealerships right now are looking for everybody to come in. Look, every one of them needs new salespeople. Every one of them. And it's a revolving door that goes through there. Why? Because they want you to say your friends, your relatives, your schoolmates, everybody you can. Tell them what a great deal you're going to go. Usually they got you on a, on a little guarantee. And that way, the big profit deals that you hammer your family with, you hammer your friends with, you make all that money, and they pay you a small commission. That's how that goes. I, I've seen it too many times. And now, if you're not a great salesman, they kick you off on the street, send you down the road, cut your profit, your, your commissions down, and they send you down the road. Why? Because money is king. Their God is money. Profit. They got to have it. Overhead continues to go up. What are we going to do about hell insurance? Hey, dealers make a fortune. I was talking to a guy that run a store, a brand new store, that got hit with hell. They had a record month. Record month. Why? Because they sold hell damaged cars. They love hell damaged cars because they collect fifteen thousand and they knock off five thousand years. So they pick up fifty. They pick up ten thousand and they sell it to you at full window sticker because man, you're getting five thousand off on the hell and you're so excited you forget about beating them up on the window sticker. You get the price down, and so most of the time, hey, there was a Mitsubishi store that got hit two years ago. They they made so much money they didn't know what to do with it. They bought they bought another lot. They had so much money flowing through. Why? Because they collected ten thousand. I know the guy that was running the body shop. They collected ten fifteen thousand, and they cut off two or three thousand, and people went for it. Oh man, that you know the sun and the heat might draw it back out. Well, this is Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars dot com dot com. Give me a call eight three zero seven zero eight. Four seven eight nine. That's eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. We, you've got to understand that this business is not going to change. It's going to get worse. Market's going to change. Market report right now: high mileage rough cars are tough to sell. Now, if you need a school car, I hope you've already found it. I hope you asked everybody you know, everybody at the grocery store, at the church, uh, your friends, your neighbors. 
anybody. Had a gentleman tell me, call me, and I said, have you asked everybody? He said, no. He went to ask, and he found a car in his neighborhood some people wanted to get rid of. I told him to buy it. It was in the money. I said, if you don't buy it, send it to me. I'll buy it. So he bought it for his son. He needed a vehicle. Hello, Alan. And so asked everybody, school cars are going to be short this year because we don't have enough good ones. Everybody wants a three to $5,000 good low-mileage car. Good and low models don't work in $5,000. You know, what man makes breaks. Uh, what's been used up, that car was 40000 35000 new. Now it's 5000 The value has gone way down. You don't expect it to be low miles and nice. And then we got a Buick LeSabre come in. I've got a lady needing a car for her daughter. I told her a Buick LeSabre. What they say? Oh, no, that's an old person's car. I said, hey, it beats walking. It beats a bicycle. It, 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 it'll keep you dry in the rain and the cold. I said, you know, you've got to convince your daughter she's not going to get that GT Mustang or that Camaro. I had a guy come in the other day. said, I'm buying my son's GT. I said, how old is he, 16? I said, oh, boy, oh, we're going to have fun. He said, what do you mean? I said, your insurance is going to go up. He said, all right, I got a quote already. I said, but it's for six months, isn't it? He said, yeah. I said, yeah, well, the next six months, it's going to be double or triple. Hey, insurance people, are, they'll beat you up, hammer you as much as they can every day, every way. You know, and I've sold so many GT Mustangs, Camaros to people, and and what do they do? You know, their kids get a ticket, and they get a, uh, insurance doubles, triples, and then they get another ticket, and they have problems with their license. You put a you put a hot rod in a kid's hey I was a hot rodder I can tell you you know you put a hot rod in a kid's hands it's going to get a little quick and it's going to be maybe an accident and maybe some tickets and you there's going to be a, a hardship with your relationship you know because you're mad at him sold a GT Mustang one time to a guy I said you putting your kid in a GT Mustang man my kid straight A's he's the best kid and well I said I, he probably is. I said, but you're, you're tempting him with this GT Mustang, and it happened to be one that I was driving. I love GT Mustangs. And so I was driving it. I said, now, this car's pretty quick. He said, oh, he won't hurt it. He said, my kid, I've already talked to him about it, and he's going to drive it sensible, and he's going to do this, and he's going to do that. I said, well, that's fine. Okay. So I sold him the car. About six weeks later, he calls me, and he's mad. He's mad. That piece of junk you sold me, I said, now, hold it. I drove that car. I know that car. I bought it from a friend of mine. I knew the car when I bought it. I said, that's not a piece of junk. Radiator's leaking. He said, the clutch is bad. He said, there's all kinds of problems with the car. I said, well, get it to my mechanic over here, and let's take a look at it. So we get it over there, and he comes over there, and he is harassing me left and right. I said, hold it. The reason the radiator's leaking, look here, he ran over something. You see this big dent? You see that big crack on the... Oh, okay. I said, he said, must have been something in the street. He said, and you sold me this car with uh, bad tires on it. And the tires were slick. I said, those tires were new. He said, I don't believe you. So we go down to the lot. We pull up the previous uh, the previous pictures of the photos that was online, and the tires were new. I said, he's done burn them off. He said, well, the clutch is out of it. So I get the mechanic, pull the clutch out and the pressure plate. They still got the stamp on it where they were new. The guy that I'd bought it from had put a new clutch in it. This kid had burned the clutch up, run over something, and burned the tires off the back. Hey, and he's a great straight-A student kid. So the dad figured it out finally, and guess what? He sold it back to me. Of course, I had to spend some money fixing it up, but I bought it back. You know, and of course, it didn't bring what I sold it to him for. Because, you know, number one, the uh, difference between retail and wholesales, there, there was a little difference. But also I had to put tires on it, I had to put a clutch in it, I had to fix the radiator, I had to straighten up the radiator uh, core. And so, but sometimes we believe our kids are perfect. You know, sometimes we believe our father-in-laws are perfect. Sometimes we believe things that they are not true. What's in your mind? Is your mind making purchases your pocketbook can't pay for? Is your mind naive? You're listening to flattery. You're listening to these people that are, that will sell you something because they want your money. They want the profit. 
and the managers and the owners are forcing them to to get all the money to follow their programs, follow their way. But it says here, such people are not serving the Lord Jesus Christ, but their own appetites. Too many people are selfish. Too many people are full of pride. Too many people are full of jealousy. And, and, the, and when you go to selling and put all that together, it's going to be lopsided. One side's going to be stronger than the other. Why not be fair, be honest, deal with somebody? And that's I, I deal with people to tell the truth. I've got dealerships I won't deal with. I've got dealerships that me and my guys deal with because they tell the truth. And, you know, and yes, they got to make money, but they're not going to try to make 50% on you like some dealers do. They got to be fair. They got to make some money. You want them to be fair. That's why I send them a lot of places, certain places, certain deals, certain people, you know, because I know the good, the bad, and the ugly. I've dealt with them for years and years. I've handled this situation. I've seen the changes. I understand the changes, and I know what changes are about to happen. The question of the day, if you really want to get deep into it and in the future, who's going to own the autonomous cars? Is that why Warren Buffett's trying to buy 300 dealerships? He owns over 100 now. Or Penske owns almost 80, and he wants to buy a couple of hundred more. Are all these big dealer groups trying to think they're going to own the autonomous car? Well, here's a thought. Would I buy an autonomous car and let everybody else get use it, or do I make money on it, or what? Or is the government going to own the autonomous cars? Uh, in Austin today, if you're planning a street, you need to put a lane for autonomous cars. So who's going to own autonomous cars? What's going to be next? What Are we going to be pushed out? Are they going to control where we go and how we go? There's a lot of questions that nobody are asking but me. I'm thinking outside the box like I always do. God bless you. Thanks for watching. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Remember, forgive everybody. 99% of addictions are due to unforgiveness to mother, father, or spouse. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.